Hey everybody, it's Eric Balance coming to you with the Resilient Minds Podcast, where I feature beautiful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts in their field, where they help us discover their X factor, their experience of life, only to discover how they were able to accomplish and find out their why factor, their big why, their purpose in life. So join me as we get to discover the beauty of our minds and how can we really continue to go after the biggest and most wildest dreams while we continue to pursue and manifest our greatest intelligence that comes from the heart. Also, if you haven't, go check out the new alignment course that I've created at www.ericbalance.com forward slash alignment, A-L-I-G-N-M-E-N-T. See you on the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Appreciate your time. Um, where are you coming? It's where an are honor. You, where are you located right now, bro? Yeah, we're in uh, right outside of Austin, Texas. Enjoying the epic community here, and uh, it's been like summertime all winter so far. <laughs> I love that. I love it. And, and tell me about the uh, the community there a little bit, because I know it's it's pretty big. I have some friends um, there that they come from the fit for service community, mm-hmm. like with Aubrey and stuff like this. Yep. Um, so yeah. I, I know that, you know, you're doing lots of men's empowerment. You're speaking, mm-hmm. you're author. Um, but tell me what you're up to there, if you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of uh, co-creations going on. And it's just been it's been really amazing to witness all the incredible souls migrating to these special places and um, for big things. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I feel like, you know, it's, it's, um, it's really exciting energy here. There's, there's a lot of uh, really amazing heart centered souls, epic creators, visionaries. And so it's really fun to get to co-create in this type of community and, and all the people that have been just getting the intuitive hit to migrate here at this time is really exciting. Um, and we can dive into that a little bit more. So, so this is really important because I talk about, um, for me, the resilient minds has always been about, okay, how do we take our experience of life and really contribute it to, you know, our X factor, right? Our experiences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, although tons of us, many of us, all of us, our, our foundations are built off the back of, of, of great teachers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I also believe that with that foundation of great teachers, our X factor is actually what, what creates our uniqueness and brings mm-hmm. our epic Y, like, from our into our hearts and then out to the world. So, what has it been? And, and I, I like to ask this question at the beginning because, you know, for me, there's been a lot of catalyst moments and really one foundational one that helped me to define, okay, like I need, I am a fearless fucking like human from ancient, I don't know when, but mm-hmm. um, knowing that I'm stepping into that every single day because I have no fear from this old experience of mine. And for me, it was like stepping into when my dad asked me, can you do this for your future self? When I was a drug addict, can you go to rehab, do this for your future self? And that's a question mm-hmm. that now shows up every single time that I'm facing some sort of a fear. And so 
long story short, I guess my question to you is, you know, how has, have you have any pivotal experiences like this that have contributed to what you're currently doing and now living in this community and, and attracting all these people into your world? What does that look like and what does that continue to, to um, help you navigate with? As yeah, you know? absolutely. Great question. Um, my, my journey has been one uh, from pain to purpose. And so, you know, I was, I've always been fascinated with the greatest technology on the planet. It's not these computers. It's not these smartphones. It's these sensory suits we get to call home for such a short time. Oh, amazing. I literally said that today <laughs> to a friend. I was like, I not, like, it's so funny. So, so my degree is in kinesiology and I graduated from Washington state, moved to uh, California, San Diego, live in the beach life personal training, health coaching, you know, ready to change the world through fitness and, and through these bodies. And, and then I found myself falling into some old habits, some old patterns. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate, uh, began, you know, essentially consuming more than I was creating, you know, during the week I was helping people in a big way. And then on the weekends, you know, after training 10 clients a day, running on coffee, uh, adrenal fatigue. By the end of the week, I was like ready to go out and party, sex, drugs, and rock and roll and overindulge and all the things. And this began like a pretty nasty spiral. And the universe always gives us little signs, right? Like it'll usually start as like a feather. It'll just be a little, hey, you're a little out of alignment here. You might want to make some shifts. And, and um, you know, I didn't pay attention to that then. And so then it's like getting hit in the in the head with a brick or something like a real big, a big wake up call, you know, a smack in the face. And that would be, you know, like a nasty hangover. You had to, you know, deal with some consequences. And, and then I found myself like even trying to do the healthy thing after that, wake up, drag myself out of bed and go to the gym. But it was more of a self punishment because there was some underlying guilt writing there. And so I didn't really know this at the time. I wasn't fully aware of that, but that's what was going on. And then, um, so I, that brick in the head was like, okay, I need to make some changes. And like, oftentimes we do, you know, went to one extreme, super clean, super healthy, cut out everything. And that worked for a little while. But then of course, as life got tough and thrown some curveballs, I fell right back into the old patterns and that can be super frustrating. And so then it was like getting hit by a Mack truck. It's like, if we don't make those necessary changes, um, this follow the signs, then it gets very painful. And for me, that happened on Mammoth Mountain in 2008. I was up there during a full-on blizzard. The snow was coming down from every which way, and it was a full whiteout. It was just, it was pretty crazy scene, like surreal and they'd close down the lifts because it was so dangerous, but my friends and I were already up at the top. So we're like, all right, stay low, be ready for anything and let's charge. And my two friends went in front of me and we're flying down the mountain, super fun. And then all of a sudden I took a jump that I didn't know was there. And I had no idea which way was up, which way was down. And I just remember like everything like slowed down and I freaked out and I hit with so much impact on my back, it felt like a lightning bolt had just hit me. 
in the low back. And I knew I was in big trouble because I was at like 11 on a 10 scale of pain. And I'm yelling to my friends, hoping that they can hear me because they're further down. They can't hear it through the snow. I'm looking at my phone. My phone's dead. So here I'm on this mountain in immense pain and the most physical pain I'd experienced at that point. And, and I need to figure out how I'm going to get out of this. And so it's just channeling that inner Spartan warrior and having to click off my, my board and sit on it and slide down as far as I could until I'd keel over and just breathe into the pain. And it was so intense that I finally made it down the mountain. And then I went to go see these doctors and they had bad news for me. You know, they're ready to go in and do surgery or show me x-rays and MRIs of how jacked up my spine is and that I need surgery ASAP or I'm going to probably never move the same again. And so for someone that loves, you know, these human bodies so much, that was probably some of the worst news I could have heard. And in that state of fight or flight, I was still able to access my intuition and just tune in. It's like, this isn't the way for me. I'm not going that route. And so I chose the path of self-healing. And, and in that, um, that meant, you know, I could barely crawl to the bathroom all by myself in my apartment at the time. And it meant like fully surrendering to all the heavy emotions, the guilt, the shame. I couldn't even get up and stand up straight, let alone get to work. And the fear, if I would never move the same again. And um, all these heavy emotions that I was suppressing and stuffing and coping with, with the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, um, pleasure seeking that had finally just come and collapsed. And I allowed this like, you know, pool of tears to, to unfold. And it was actually really beautiful because I gained this deeper level of clarity through that. And, and I set the intention um, while going into a meditation to receiving all answers to healing this naturally. And during that meditation, a friend I hadn't talked to in over two years sent me a text saying, Hey, I heard your back's in bad shape. Check out neurokinetic therapy. Um, I think it can help. So that took me down this rabbit hole of the work of David Weinstock, who's a genius at getting answers from the body through muscle testing, applied kinesiology, and, um, and science behind it. And so it really started connecting a lot of dots for me. And I knew um, I got that intuitive hit to go get a session. So I went to David Weinstock's top student in San Diego, went to Christina, and that session changed my life. Like Literally, I walked in there looking like, Shakira stuck in a mid hip dance move. Like my, my hips were over to the left, my upper body's to the right. I was in such bad shape. It was embarrassing. And I was. Those hips don't lie. Those yeah, don't exactly. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so that was representative. My body was showing me how out of alignment I was with my purpose at that time. And so when we go steer further from our purpose, it gets very painful. And we feel more of those heavy emotions and the depression, the anxiety. And, and I believe that it's all happening for us and through us because it's all guiding us to, it's like those emotions are a navigational system, you know, to following our highest excitement, our, our soul's expansion in this human experience. And so getting on that table, um, I was blown away by what happened. 
Um, she started muscle testing different muscle groups. She tested my glutes. When you say muscle testing, just for anybody that's listening who mm -hmm. doesn't understand what that means, can you explain what muscle testing is? Absolutely. So every muscle, you can simply give a little bit of resistance to, to see if it's firing properly, if it's getting a good neurological signal from the brain. And so she started with my big guns, my glutes, my butt muscles, and just had me push down and there was nothing firing. And I was like, what do you mean my glutes aren't firing? Like I have huge glutes. And she's like, yep, all form, no function. <laughs> she had a great <laughs> sense of humor. And uh, so it was really it's fascinating. Morning, by the way, right? Yeah. That's how we, that's how we, that's how we inner beauty and fun and joy, right? Yes. Yes. And so she had me clench my jaw and did, and then did the same test. And all of a sudden my glutes were back online for a second. So my body had just showed us that the neurological traffic jam was my jaw muscles compensating for the big guns. So I couldn't stabilize my spine well. And so it was throwing me way out of whack. So this, I was just blown away. And this made so much sense for me. How everything's all interconnected. And she, you know, she has a sense of humor. She's putting on rubber gloves and she's like, I know we just met, but I'm going to have to go in your mouth. And I was like, you're going to what? And uh, she released my jaw, which was super painful, but it opened up those neural pathways. And now all of a sudden my glutes are firing again. And we did that for a couple other muscle groups, compensation patterns that we found all of a sudden I got off the table and I was like, I feel 90% better. Like I, this is the way I am going to learn this. I had this huge epiphany. Like, this is what I'm going to um, learn and teach others and help others, you know, prevent themselves from getting in as deep as I was in, in pain. And so um, that inspired me to take all of David Weinstock's courses, become a neurokinetic therapist. And that evolved my, my practice. My training just went to another level um, because I was able to get these codes from, for upgrading the body and the mind connection. And, and in that, I got to help a lot of other people, you know, have an alternative to just getting surgery or just getting pills that that simply are like band-aids for you know not getting to the root cause and so i started seeing a lot of same common denominators with um especially the men i was working with a lot of uh right side tight side you know the doers the type a personality um right sides are masculine side so it was showing up as tightness than the jaw and then it was shutting down oftentimes a common denominator people come see me with low back pain and oftentimes it's the deep intrinsic core muscles that aren't firing. It's called your transverse abdominis. And so when those aren't online, those should be firing milliseconds before you do any moves to help stabilize your spine. And so when they found they were like, just, I just bent over to pick up a pencil and my back went out. That's because those muscles weren't firing, getting good signal from the brain. So they come see me. And in that case, same thing, we test those muscles aren't firing. Then we have them clench their jaw. All of a sudden it's strong again. So I show them how to release their jaw. They've activated those deep core muscles with a technique I call bulletproof core, which is yeah. literally makes you stronger in every move that you make. I had to learn this while I was crawling to the bathroom in so much pain. And it's such a powerful technique because this is the same similar technique that the Valsalva maneuver. This is what they use world's strongest men. What um, is it called? power lifters. It's called Valsalva maneuver. And so they're actually increasing their internal abdominal pressure, but they're holding their breath. 
And so it's this like super intense, um, stabilizes your spine really well so that they can lift these ridiculous amounts of weight. But oftentimes, um, sometimes they suffer from hernias, uh, hemorrhoids, like so much pressure that it's got to come out one way or another. And so what I teach is more of a expansion breath. It's a yogic practice with that similar optimal activation of your core. And all of a sudden people get off the table and they're like, I feel like a new man or a new woman, you know, like female entrepreneurs also shows up a lot of times. Jaw can be the neurological traffic jam. They're not getting the intrinsic core muscles, which is solar plexus, uh, sacral chakra. So, you know, if we want to get as woo woo as you like, these are initiations into our creative womb, our emotional capacity, as well as our personal power. And so the body never lies, just like you said, and as, as uh, hips don't lie, just like Shakira, right? So be, being able to get these answers from the body and, and help people get like experiential shifts and come back into alignment in, in one or two sessions, um, you know, people started flying out from Australia to come see me in Canada and um, just got into to have the blessing. <clears throat> Now we're in um, we're in the U.S. in Austin, but I've had I've had like Are people you from, from all Canada. Over, though? No, no, no. I've just had people from all over the world, like Australia, Canada. I've had a lot of clients that have come from those places to come get a couple sessions and change their life, um, all from this type of work. And yeah, I I feel before we before we, what's it called? Because I just want to make sure that. Uh, when you're talking about these these muscle testings going on the table, really working with their with their jaw and, and really connecting back from these these connections, I think that you know you mentioned something really profoundly, and I really want to want to talk on that. Is we're here to feel, you know, like I, I think the emotional concept, you know, like we're here to create a feeling, right, or have a feeling of life, and um, so many people feel like. They, they actually stop feeling and start just thinking or doing mm-hmm. and a lot of lot of lot of energy has been so focused at least for me when i was growing up uh it's all about doing or like yeah. um you know not being enough like focusing on like like show your value show your worth you know right and this this ab- absence of presence actually did the opposite for me it allowed me to focus on presence yeah yeah i'm glad you brought that up because same same wavelength that which we resist if it's any feeling any emotion it simply persists and then becomes stuck as issues in our tissues and that can show up as pain or uncomfortableness and that's the body's check engine light and so the emotional component is so huge um, when it comes to pain because it's a message happening for us to allow us to feel something that we were scared to or wanted to avoid by a lot of people, you know, are the doers. Like, I just got to stay busy. So I don't have to feel this grief or this guilt. And it's a coping mechanism. And what's ironic is you know, I was like captain positivity for the majority of my life. And I was totally spiritually bypassing a lot of the heavy emotions at that time, Charles 1.0. And so literally one day I flipped the switch and decided, you know what, my body's so tight. 
I'm getting the same type of injuries showing up over and over. Something's got to change. I'm going to allow myself instead of always trying to feel better because I have a million biohacks to uh, raising your vibration, to increase your joy, to all the things, but it was always capped. Like it was, there was only so high that I could go with joy and pleasure and bliss because I wasn't willing to go to the depths of grief, of guilt, of, you know, sadness. And so that day I decided I'm, instead of always trying to feel better, I'm going to allow myself to feel more. And that shifted everything for me because I began to realize all these scary emotions that I was running from or stuffing or trying to escape from or are just doing to not feel them, <clears throat> there's gold in there. There's gold in each one of them uh, on the self-discovery journey. And one of the first ones that I forced myself to sit with was loneliness. <clears throat> and this was back when I was a bachelor in Encinitas. And I realized I was so quick to go to the answers of the mind, right? The mind's like watching the body going, Hey, this feeling of loneliness, super uncomfortable. Do something. You got go watch Netflix, call a friend, go hang out with people, go to a party, anything but this. Right. And so I sat there because I made this promise to myself and sat even deeper in the depths of loneliness. And it was so uncomfortable. But the longer I sat there, I realized it began to metabolize in my system and began to start passing. And then something else was revealed. And what was revealed to me is this, this treasure chest of gold of like, wow, I actually enjoy my own company. Like this is the first time I can remember in a long time that I have been distraction free and actually have time to myself. And I felt my cup filling, you know, before I'd been so such an extrovert that I had to like go out to events and social things to like fill up my cup with uh, my energy. But now I've found a way to like really fill my cup and fulfill myself while being alone. And in that, it was this huge inspiration to cool. I have time right now with myself. Ding, ding, ding. It's time to get to work on all these amazing ideas that I've had for so long that I want to bring to life and share with others. And so it was this huge inspiration that was the pot of gold at the bottom of loneliness that helped aim and accelerate my trajectory on the path to long-term fulfillment, which is we are creators. You know, we are our own greatest healers. When we have the courage to sit with these emotions, then they pass finally, instead of trying to avoid it, it just keeps staying stuck on us and gets so weighted and heavy that it's like a volcano erupting when we finally slow down, you know? And so that inspired me to create the laser focus method. And this is a technique that is so fun. It gamifies your, instead of your to-do list, it's a get to-do list and it's prioritized into um, what fires you up the most, how to get into flow state, um, how to create more in less time so that you can enjoy more free time because that's when you're doing the things you love the most that you're accessing your zone of genius, new ideas, you know, creative flow. And so this program was so much fun to get to share. And it was a live online program. Now it's online as an evergreen and it's such a game changer because everybody has these amazing ideas 
these gifts. You have unique medicine that you bring to the world. And when we try to hide that because of fear, fear of being rejected, fear they won't like it, uh, fear of being exiled, fear of judgment, all those little fears are minor compared to the superseding fear, which is my deathbed regrets. Like when I'm, when this life is over, did I share it all? Did I get to share all the amazing ideas and get to help people with the medicine that's in my heart and share everything that, that I came here to do? Or did, did I let fear keep me playing small? And then all of a sudden I'm taking all these amazing gifts to the grave. That's my biggest fear. And so that lights a healthy fire under my butt and inspired me to create the laser focus method, the inner peace process, and now um, freedom from pain, the pain to purpose course that I offer. And these are just incredible ways to help upgrade the human experience by going deeper into the root of pain, of, of procrastination, of what's really holding you back and getting to take a look at it and understand the lessons and blessings, how it's happening for you and through you. And then on the other side of that is just new levels of joy, bliss, you know, pleasure and, and um, productivity and accomplishment and these like intrinsically. And that's what's so fun about the laser focus method is it trains the mind to be, to cut through distractions like a ninja, but you're also getting this biofeedback loop for healthy celebrations. So all of a sudden I noticed when I was applying this, I didn't need the old band-aids, the Netflix as much. I didn't need, I was like, Netflix, there's nothing on there that's as cool as this movie right now in my life that I'm creating, you know? And then the, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll, like that, the things that I used to use for coping, they just lost their magnetism. And so it helped me with my vices, my addictions, because it was helping me um, stay on that path to purpose. What kind of vices and addictions did you have? Because I think that that's also something, you know, you talk about the, these, these, like, uh, these depths, right? And, you know, I love, I love the, the beauty of what you've, what you've, what you've currently created. And I think it's exciting to, to hear um, what you continue to create. But I think I also want to know a little bit more about the depth of where you went, you know, sure. I'm more curious too to know, like, you know, you talked about sex, drugs, rock and roll, but that's really um, an overarching kind of like, you know, capacity. So give me some context to what that means, because I think that the most beautiful thing that we can ever have is like these opportunities to go deep and mm-hmm. uh, to go deep into ourselves. And it's not just about, by the way, um doing it in a, in a capacity of sex drugs and rock and roll like the depth is actually focusing on going inside i remember traveling the world and looking outside of myself only to discover there were you know there were all the answers lied inside yep so, so i think that and that's what you really touched on too is like the, you know the deeper you go the higher you'll grow right so yep Give us some examples, you know, like what's been something that has, has been a struggle for you that you're open to sharing? Because I think that that's, that's also very important. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I suffered from anxiety for quite some time and it wasn't like, 
I was having ferocious panic attacks in public. It was more like this subtle energy that would get sparked and poked. And um, it was very uncomfortable, very, um, you know, confusing, instant brain fog of like, uh, I don't know what to do. And you feel like that 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 kind of anxiety is sometimes like in in the form of like when you were like if you were to be having a conversation or like it was something that you you just you just physically felt in yourself. Yeah. And yeah. you would you would almost like not even allow it to show up. Right. And it was for a long time keeping me playing small like opportunities to go on stage and stuff. I would like find a way to sabotage it or, you know, these old self-sabotaging behaviors because there, there was fear underlying that. And over time, um, the only thing that worked, I tried so many things and it, I've tried, I got hooked on all the things, you know, uh, scroll holes and Instagram, um, coffee, all the things, right. Coffee's great for anxiety, by the way, <laughs> not so much. And <laughs> so the, the only thing that, that actually worked for me was improving my relationship with anxiety. Like literally, instead of trying to avoid it with all these things or stuff it or cope from it, I literally sat with it and realized, let's call it what it is. Anxiety is energy and it's a lot of energy, right? It's a lot of energy moving often in the mind. And so I could break it down and invite it in for tea. It was like inviting anxiety in for tea instead of keep trying to kick it off the doorstep and, and hope that it goes away forever. And I allowed that energy to be there and to see what information it had to share with me. And again, it was this message of like, you are out of alignment with your purpose. You're out of integrity. You said you're going to do these things and you haven't done them yet. It's time to get to work. It's time to create and step into that creator consciousness instead of all this consuming, which just amplifies and increases the anxiety and consuming of information, of alcohol, of, you know, uh, weed, whatever the things were, um, taking time from that and really just channeling that energy into creating um, our gifts, our talents. And it can be even like, for me, it just started as creating epic experiences in nature for my, for my friends, you know, and then that grew into bringing groups on these epic nature adventures where I'd guide meditations and, and all of a sudden we're getting the, the magic of nature, you know, and the medicine from nature, breathing in good air, getting the vitamin D and all of a sudden, like, I didn't fear this anxiety anymore because I sat with it and it showed me why it was there and happening for me. And so I didn't fear it. And so whenever I get that hit of anxiety, it's like, a, it's showing me like, Hey, there's something on the other side of this that you get to stay in integrity on and, and choose to create through. It's like that dance through fear. And choose to uh, activate, you know, like, because I think, yeah. I think the thing too, that also allows you to, to, you know, you're very well, well spoken, you know what I mean? So having the capacity to, to say, Hey, like, I'm here. I have tons of wisdom and, you know, also in enjoying, you know, like the biggest thing that I've learned too is like enjoying every single 
breath that I'm taking in between and like just like allowing myself to really structure and create the way that I want to communicate and you're such a um powerful like uh speaker you know I feel it you know and you have so much wisdom to share bro and Thank being you. here to like uh hold one another you know we always share is like how can we hold one another to the best you know mm -hmm. versions of each other is like I can hear you know like there's so much beauty and wisdom and I what my hallucination my perception was was like yeah there's something that you've been able to break through because you're able to continue to to just deliver value right like constantly like yep. it's it's so well formed bro and it's like so oh it's almost like you thought it out and it it's just it's it's flowing through you um, i appreciate and, you see that mm. yeah and also you know enjoy those pauses like i think that the pause mm -hmm. is also such a powerful beautiful essence of the point that you're going to bring you know like and this is just as a brother you know like i feel like we can share this because uh, we are in 100% integrity and alignment and when you're like that it's like hey i love you you know like yeah we all have blind spots and uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, always, yeah. And this is what we're, we're here for i'm right? always open to that yeah and um yeah the pause is is crucial i mean that's how we can hear music right because when there's silence if there wasn't the silence then we wouldn't be able to hear the music it would just be all one noise but um in that that train of thought there's just been so many gifts that i've gained on that other side of fear um, by sitting with it dancing with it and always it's always reminding me to come back to creator consciousness like to keep creating whether it's music it's dance it's fun it's your gifts your your work your dharma do you play any music? Do you play any yeah any? i have a i have a handpan and um we offer Hi. sound healings my wife and i yeah she's amazing she does she we we got to offer these experiences of breath work um movement and sound healing through companies like we work and their executive teams and uh, alive and well here in austin it's just been a total blessing to get to share these gifts and that provides this gift to others that you get feedback and see how someone transforms just by getting to share or guide them through a process or help them in, in some way. That is so much more valuable than any number in your bank account can, can give you. You know, it, it as a side effect, oftentimes, yeah, your bank account increases too, but like there's something in that, that's that path of highest fulfillment and purpose that you know when you're on it and you'll get those quick feathers and bricks and Mack trucks when you keep veering off of it. And so it's all happening for us. And now I've gotten to the point where it's like, wow, when challenges arrive, it's like exciting because there's this pot of gold. I know there's some amazing lessons and blessings that I'm I'm going to gain through this by, by moving through it. And so that's the opposite of choosing to suffer through it, which is like victim mode of why is this happening to me? And then it just prolongs this experience of suffering and, and challenges. So um, it's growth. And, 
you know, our souls are here for epic expansion on the forefront of the human experience where there's contrast in this world. You know, I, I don't believe we get to experience that where when we're back to energy, you know, it's, it's um, right here in this, this here and now is we have the opportunity to learn so much. And every time we choose to go inward, when we're feeling uncomfortable and sit with that, discover what are the lessons and blessings from it, even pain, then that's one less thing that we need to carry as issues in our tissues and pack on as weight. I call it 3D debris. <laughs> and, and um, you know, we all talk about ascension and, you know, moving to 5D and all these things. Well, yeah, there's some stuff to look at first. There's some stuff to feel through and, and understand the lessons and blessings from. So I, basically my journey has been like learning the hard way so that I can teach a much easier way for, for my clients and, and, and those that resonate. And, um, and I, my, what fulfills me is helping people move through those blocks and understand the lessons and blessings in it so that they can share their unique medicine that they bring to the world, their gifts, their talents, their passions, their skills, and just watch how people light up like a Christmas tree when, as soon as they take a step in that direction, or as soon as they release that subconscious block of, I'm not worthy. I'm, I'm not good enough. Um, these, these are generational wounds that have been passed down through our ancestors. And we have the opportunity now to heal them for good. And no one inspires me more than my daughter, Sophia. She, I just look into her eyes. She's just this little angel in human form. She's so sweet. And Every time I choose my medicine, my inner peace process, when I'm feeling uncomfortable or triggered, I have, I get to see how it's happening for me, feel through the emotions that are uncomfortable and gain the lessons and blessings so that I don't have to perpetuate that trapped emotion, the subconscious beliefs and stories that I was writing about myself and the programs that go along with that, that create suffering. All that I'm able to heal simply by going inward and choosing this medicine instead of choosing the mind's band-aids, escape from it, go to the fridge, stuff it with something, go on, you know, Facebook and scroll all those things that just allows it to perpetuate. And so my daughter has been my greatest inspiration to keep taking my own medicine, keep taking this inner peace process to honor and learn from anything that's in the way of my natural state of inner peace. And so it's been such a blessing to get to share this with others and see, you know, on the other end of that, a lot of dreams can come to life really quick when we release these subconscious blocks that have been holding us back. And so it's, it's just really exciting work. It's super fulfilling and um, I've just been really honored for the amazing souls that have been having the courage to show up for, for this type of deep dive and um, such a blessing. That's uh, um, I think the, you know, the first and foremost, thank you, because I think that the, the, the child that you see in your daughter, right. Is the same one that you're speaking for in yourself, Yep, you know? And so, like, I really believe, you know, like, like as you're sharing this, it's like, you know, we speak for for our 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 our, our like, I speak for my little boy, you know, I, I speak for, 
you know, all the children I see, I know that we're here to really catapult future generations because they're asking us to step the fuck up, you know? Mm -hmm. And so doing that with compassion, with intention, with, with, with activation of our voice and doing it with like strength, with, with, with the beauty of that, that, that dramatic, accentuating you know um pause or energy or whatever that we need to do you know even in the silence like we talked about earlier you know and to me this is like a a a beautiful perspective because everything i do is for the i don't have kids i don't have any kids i don't even have a girlfriend you know um although i can't wait to have a child you know, mm-hmm. I can't wait to be a father. I can't wait to like, and, and, and although I feel like every single brother or sister that I meet, they're like my best friends and mm-hmm. I embrace them and like, a, like a little, like a little boy that's meeting a new friend every single fucking time because mm-hmm. I believe we're here on our playground, Mother Earth is looking after us you know father sky is shining down on us and the divine mother and father inside of us wants to come out and really harmonize this energy so that we can really continue to um be the divine child you know and, and absolutely and and, and create a a, a heaven on earth or uh, or uh, or uh, like a kingdom or queendom on earth for our kids so when they realize that they don't actually have to close their eyes to dream they just get to open their eyes every day and live their dreams that's the world that i'm looking to, to absolutely that's know? that's what we get to co-create and yeah, uh, brother. there and the irony is that they're straight from source and they're actually teachers for us. You know, like you said, Sophia helps me connect with my inner child on a whole nother level that, you know, I'm able to provide support, safety, and love to those parts of me that need it most and, and get to know, you know, those, those little, the little Charles in there that's, you know, still feeling broken or uh, abandoned. And this is how, you know, some of a lot of people can relate to the abandonment wound. You know, I think like this is a great way, great example to bring like traction to, to earth is, you know, when a younger version of us experiences something like for me, it was when I was four years old, I remember vividly my mom kneeling down, she had a leather jacket on. I could smell the leather. I remember the color lipstick she had on this is the woman I love the most, like huge heart. And she was telling me that they had got divorced and that she had to leave for uh, a long time. I didn't know when I would see her again. So for a four-year-old, that kind of um, devastation and loss was, you know, really hard to put into words. And that the only way I was able to repair that was by seeing in my reality how that story kept playing out. And so fast forward, you know, I'm at Washington state university. I meet my dream girl. She's my college sweetheart. Like the, 
she was incredible. And we just had, you know, that was like the first time I felt like in love, like real deep love. And, and it wasn't long, you know, we were together for about a year or two before she left me. And so that heartbreak, I later found out that it was not my heart that was broken. It was my expectations. And, and then noticing again, as I turned 30 on my 30th birthday, I, I met, you know, my next love of my life. And, and I was super clear on what I was calling in. And, and, um, and so it was beautiful to meet her on my birthday and we fell madly in love and wow, it was so volatile. You know, it wasn't long before she left me. And so now I'm noticing the pattern took me long enough, right? 30 some years. And I went, but, but not only noticing it, but knowing how to go in to heal it for myself. And that meant this is how I developed the inner peace process was the work I've done with Gestalt and um, really connecting all the dots from everything I've learned to first go into healing myself. And I did that by reconnecting the emotions that were coming up. It was grief, right? That was like right in my gut. And it was this constrictive feeling. So I connected the dots between that and the first time I experienced that. And that brought me right to that four-year-old and that experience again. And now I got the opportunity to reparent and be the one for him in that moment that he didn't have when he felt lost and abandoned. And then, um, you know, when I first checked on him, he was like, he was pissed at me. You know, he was like back to the wall, arms folded. He was like, whatever, you abandoned me too. And rightfully so, you know, I had just not known to, to reconnect with these parts yet. And so I kept showing up for him in meditation in this process and just kept letting him know that I'm here for him through this. So he doesn't have to do it alone. And little by little, he started opening up to me. We got to hug it out. We shared some tears and I got to, oh my God, it was amazing. And so I got to invite him to, do you want to leave this experience and come with me to see everything we've created, to see my beautiful queen, my, my kids, like, I, I want you to see all this. And of course he was ecstatic. And, um, and so after that, whenever I would check on him, he would be like excited to show me what he was creating, you know, back then at this table we had for the art table and stuff. And so that was creating this level of inner peace. And then, you know, tire meeting the traction, meeting the road was like, I had to take responsibility and notice where I was actually subconsciously pushing the loves of my life away with immature behaviors, um, you know, just teenage ways of reacting to super certain things. And I literally pushed them away to create that same story of that I created as a four-year-old when my mom left that I'm not good enough to keep those that I love around. Like this not enough thing is, a, is such a common pattern and story that so many people pick up. Brother, like that we all, I think it's like, a, it, it's yeah. a worthiness thing. I think is such a thing on the grid light, like a, on the, on the collective, Yep. you know, like that people are, and this is why I believe that it's in our lifetime that we're going to actually create abundance for all. We're going to, yeah. because it's such a, it's such a, the scarcity 
their scarcity component of what um, the egoic society has created um, for our generation, right? Um, a lack of worth or what we like, this is why we're so focused on like building abundance for not just ourselves, but everyone we know, because we all want to yep. play in the big fucking sandbox together. We all yep. want to go to our friend's place and like, Hey, let's play. Let's play. Let's, mm -hmm. Like we just want to play and it's playing with intention. It's playing with sacredness. It's playing like with reverence to each other because our what we're understanding and what i really resonate with is our life is such an altar right and each moment each moment is a prayer and if i behold you brother in your world right now and i trust in me then then where there's reverence here mm -hmm. because therefore i am looking at my mirror Yep. You know? Yep. And this to me is like how we create the, the, the sovereignty, the kings, the queens, the everything mm -hmm. waking up, putting their crowns back on, and like let's go and play together. And I'll yeah. you know, in this beautiful castle we called Mother Earth. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And when we are open to doing the inner work and honoring what's ever in the way of our inner peace then it's like a new level of play. It's like a new level of expression that opens up. And for me, realizing that this was my own greatest medicine and that I have the power to heal myself through these wounds, this abandonment wound was so empowering and helped me like recognize my worthiness again. Like, oh, we won the lotto. We're souls in a human body in this human experience right now, like we already won the jackpot because we're here. Right? This is this is like the forefront of, of the most learning that I could imagine as a soul. And in that process, once I finally reconnected with that four-year-old, once um, I released that old story and pulled those weeds out of my garden and planted some new seeds, remembering my worthiness, everything shifted. I literally got super clear. I took a month off from dating, did me, got super clear and called in my queen like that. Like it happened so fast after this healing. And I was just blown away sitting here going, wow, what other dreams do I want to bring to life that are on the other side of these subconscious blocks and these generational wounds and these trapped emotions that, that have been hiding from. And so it, it inspires me and excites me to go deeper into those challenges and, and continue taking this medicine and get to share it with others because having a process, you know, every moment, like you said, is sacred. And we have a moment to choose like, well, I'm getting triggered. That guy cut me off in the middle of the road and something's coming up. You know, we have a choice. We can literally, you know, let the minds band-aids of, Okay, just avoid it, you know, just stuff it, do all the things. Or if you have a tool of self-healing that you can go inward and resolve it for good and understand what lies there for you, the, the pot of gold, the golden nuggets, the lessons and blessings that lie, the bottom of that, then it's this positive reinforcement of like, I want to do this every time. I want to keep healing these parts. Um, and there's always more layers to, to heal and reveal 
Um, but it's such a beautiful journey. And, and um, I, I'm just so honored to get to share this medicine and see Brother. how other people's dreams come true so fast. Like whether it's, you know, I've seen across the board, like from health, people in pain, out of alignment, um, to realigning with their purpose, using these self-healing tools and well, feeling how can the they best. Get, get to know you because how can people come out and like, 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 you know, connect with you? And you know, if anybody's listening right now, live or or back on the on the episodes, where's the best place to reach you? Find out more about the inner peace yeah. process, about you, about your brilliance, about what you're up to. Absolutely. Uh, please let us know, and uh, let's. Uh, we'll also write it in the show notes there as well. Yeah. I'm so happy to connect. Um, you know, Instagram's easy. It's charlesclay.coach. Shoot me a DM. I'm, I love to connect. Um, if any of this resonates with you, it could be the inner peace process or the laser focus method, just write that in the message and I can give you a discount on it. I'm excited to, to get this medicine out to more people and, um, websites getting upgraded just like our, my body mind connection. So that'll be done in another week. And that's charlesclay.coach. And that'll have all the online um, offerings available right now, which are um, really fun because this is a way to get this out on a bigger scale to more people. And, um, you know, one, one thing in my, my vision, so I love visioneering. This is like creating your life by design instead of by default. And I just envisioned this ability to go to sleep with my queen my daughter and we have a we have another daughter on the way which is super exciting yeah yeah, thank you so many blessings we get to go to sleep in gratitude and while i'm sleeping people get to receive this medicine through online trainings through um, my online programs through these these gifts and help improve their lives while we're sleeping. And then, you know, as a side effect to wake up and, and my family's more abundant as well. And so it's, a, it's like this, this win-win thing. And with abundance, you know, nature always shows us the answers. It's like when we are having a hard time, get out to the nearest water, get out to the nearest forest and, and enjoy remembering what we are and where we come from. Because if you look in a forest of trees, there's literally, if there's one ill tree through the mycelium fungi, the worldwide web of nature, right? The internet of nature, they're able to communicate and all the big trees can send resources to the one that's ill so that it can thrive too. So the whole forest is thriving. It's all interconnected. And this, just like you said, is totally possible for humanity. It's not a matter of, is there enough resources? Mother Earth provides more than enough resources. It's that it's, it's, they're getting hoarded and greed and all the things. It's, it's that distributing those resources to where they need to go. It's connected right now. Like that is that there's so many things that in, in that capacity, I think that we can change. And I know we can talk about that for another hour and a half for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Super brilliant and, and beautiful. But I wanted to ask you one final question before we go. Um, if you had three days left to live, Charles, what would you mm-hmm. do? Three days. 
Amazing question. I would finish this, my latest project, finish the editing with the pain to purpose so that I can leave that legacy, you know, on earth while I'm gone. And then I would be so present, like full presence with my daughter, my queen, my friends, and just create an epic party that is an open stage for all of our community to share their gifts, their talents, their passions on stage, open mic style, talent show style. And I would just be so present for it all that I would get to anchor in all these memories in vivid HD to cherish forever for lifetimes. It's a great wow. question. That's a great answer, brother. Thank you. It's so important. Uh, um, yeah, that uh, speaks to me more than you know, big big brother. I appreciate you. Um, Likewise. And brother, um, is there anything else that you want to share just before we go? Um, last thing, great way to leave it is for for all of us, everyone out there that is feeling stuck, that is in a challenge. Just know that you don't have to go it alone. Just know that there is resources, there is help available to you, there's support. And so this is so important because I used to try to do it all on my own when my stuff was coming up and run to my you know man cave and, and do it the hard way. Whereas I was depriving my friends, uh, my future coaches, my mentors, I was depriving them the opportunity to help support me and help me through that in an, in an ease and graceful way. Um, and once I realized that I started having more courage to ask for help and support when I needed it. And that changed a lot for me. And it's like, we're all puzzle pieces in this, this huge puzzle and we get to help. We're all in it together. We get to help one another through it. And so have the courage to reach out for support when you need it. Amazing, brother. Blessings to you. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you so much. Mm -hmm. and, Likewise, brother. Uh, hey, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to The Resilient Minds. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please make sure to go comment and like and follow us on iTunes or Spotify. And make sure, please make sure that if you really love this, to share this episode and make sure that you're inviting all your friends to like it as we continue to unfold what the beauty of our minds does. More importantly, how powerful our heart level of intelligence can be when we combine our heart and our brain together. And more importantly, check out the alignment course that I've created. It's seriously there for you to take advantage of at www.ericbalance.com forward slash alignment. See you on the next show.